Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. This is the Give Me Five Minutes podcast with myself, Scars, and Eli. Even things like smoke, you know, back in the day, like they were. They were marketing smoking to pregnant women. Yeah. You know, they were, basically, like, if your doctor doesn't smoke, like, you don't, you don't really know cool. what, yeah, like, like, you don't know what, what he's on about, innit, mm-hmm. like, where, like, you know, he needs to prescribe you some cigarettes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, is, is it not Vodafone that own everything? No. No, but I swear, but, but, but O2, Vodafone... O2 have their own line, which gift cap use, Tesco Mobile use, like basically, bare lines so use O2. So go to O2? Sorry? I lie, just go to O2 then, if you want the best service, I lie. How, how no, do you get, no, no, how no, do you get no, better no. service on Tesco than, than O2 themselves? Because you can get cheaper on Tesco. No, 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 the prices, I'm, I'm talking about the price, I'm talking about the service, the actual yeah, okay, signal, no, no, the signal. No, no, the signal, I swear, the signal is the same. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me at least, on the, on the O2 perspective, it's the same. Because people will come in and they'll come with a rebuttal like, hold up, you lot are charging me £70 pounds for whatever contract. Gifgaf are charging me £10. Pounds. Is there any difference in the network quality? We have to tell them no. So, so <laughs> I'm not joking. So then why does anyone go there then? Go to, go to Brandington. Go to what? So why, why, why would anyone use O2 if they can get the exact same service? Because for, for, for like a tenner. They get the premium. What you're, what you're getting is you will get the better service, the the you know more the other discounts, all the other things that come with O2 and all this other stuff. Mm. So like obviously they're a big business. So all the other extra stuff that's actually has nothing to do with your contract. So like for instance, uh you can go to the O2 with priority tickets, some super cheap tickets to go to see. Take that. You know that's a finesse here because I, I won't say the company. I did other work experience there in it, mm. and. They were somewhat in charge yeah, of the. Um, I think they had they they could see the figures of how much people have won off the priority thing, and even I remember they explained to me that the numbers are if they actually publicize the numbers of how many people actually win those priority tickets, mm. it'll be it'll be, be an outrage. And I think they mentioned it, bro. I think it was like under three hundred since the time they ever done it. Ah! Yeah, since the time they ever done it, only about three hundred people at, back then anyway. Brother, that's a vile. That's a vile. <laughs> and they said like, like obviously they didn't use that language, but they were just like, no, like we actually have to hide the number of figures of how many people have won it. However, we need to promote it as if, <laughs> as if, as if it's a good thing. Like, but the numbers are not actually what what they think. So the priority thing, I mean, it could have changed now. I mean, I'm talking over like about ten years ago. I, I was there. So oh, ten years. Yeah, about about ten years ago. So obviously it's changed. But they, but, right, but you've been putting in work in the game, boy. <laughs> But back then they were like, no, even then they were like, no, the figures cannot be discussed, like, because that needs to be hidden. So we're going to try and market it. But how, you know, when they, you know, when like, you see like the lottery, Mm. they will tell you, oh, six people won the lottery today, innit? Mm. But imagine like if the lottery never, ever disclosed how many people actually won it, but they have it every week, but they never actually said, if someone won the jackpot, they never actually discussed that anyone you know people are out there in the world that have won it. Well, so as so you think, but you know, like on Saturday evening, if you watch BBC, mm. you'd be like, oh, um, yeah, these are the numbers. And yeah, there's one lucky winner that wins 
60,000 or, 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 like, or like 6 million. Mm. You're like, oh, they've, they've told me that someone has won 6 million, isn't it? But imagine trying to market the lottery without telling anybody how many people have actually won it. That's the dilemma that they were in. I fully understand that. That's the same thing. Um, when I remember, I can't remember if I said it on the pod or whatever, but I studied music industry management. And um, we, on the third year, we had like the head of X Factor at the time anyways. I don't know, maybe the show or whatever. Mm. But like, he came in and he was explaining how like the show, how the show works and what they do and everything else. And he was saying, yeah, they do flip reverse. They don't reveal the numbers of the votes because they feel that it will sway the public. He was saying how the winner of the show like over the last 10, oh, 10 years telling me this, consecutively yeah. has been winning from the first week. Mm. So there was like, yeah, if you think about it, like if you was to see that, oh, Eli's been winning every week, you probably won't even vote for anybody else. Yeah. Like even if you never voted psychologically, you'd be like, oh, Eli's he's already won, innit? I don't need to. Or you might vote more or you might whatever. So yeah. he says they, they pull and tug on that. So naturally the public are unaware so you're just you gonna think you're voting. Yeah, like, you're gonna vote genuinely. Like you think your vote counts. Yeah, it well, does. Do well, it does. It does. It does. Because that's he's saying they don't rig it. But the the idea is, you know, okay, I'm just voting to vote. I really like this person. I'm gonna vote as many times or whatever I can do. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like it makes it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. Doesn't it? it kind of reminds me of voting. Like you know, like there was the elections in America and stuff like that. Anyone that watched it for a brief amount of time, you're just like, you're looking at the numbers and you're like, okay, cool. See how much can actually sway it. You know, like, oh, but I know something, something is a bit weird, like where, you know, like how can you, it's, I guess it's, it's, it's a good thing. So just like what you said about priority um, on O2, like people think that they're going to get those tickets, but then the, the chances are slim. When you actually, I was on, I remember in one of my old workplaces, there was one, there was one guy that he used to buy a lot of scratch cards, didn't it? Like, mm. that was his thing, spend bare money on scratch cards. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just have a look at these scratch cards that the guy's buying. So I went online, mm. I went to the National Lottery website, mm. and then I went to their um, terms and conditions for this scratch card. Mm. And then I downloaded the PDF, and it broke down everything. And I was like, bro, you do know, yeah, that there's a one in, like, 45 million chance of you winning, or of even winning a prize. Or that, say, say, say when they say, oh, 10,000 people are going to win a prize. Mm. Like, literally, 989 people are going to win five pounds. Maybe a couple of people are going to win a hundred and like two people are going to win a thousand and mm. one person's going to win some ten bags. Yeah. Someone's going to win the, the, the 10 bags in it. So I was like, bro. And I was like, the funny thing is that is there anyone, anyone that's listening, you can go to the national uh, lottery website. They're not hiding the information. You, you can download it. Clean. Well, that's, that's cause that's how all gambling, um, you know, poker, I don't know what lottery falls under. That's how that, that game works. You're going off probability. Just the sheer fact of, mm, just in case. Obviously, some people feel like they know how to crack codes and watch how people move and psychological and all this other stuff, but that's what you're doing. I, I, you know what? I remember being like 13, 14, and someone actually explaining the lottery because I never used to play. For like, even my mum. My mum was never one of those like people like, oh, I'm going to play every Friday. Like She never really did that. Until one time I was with one next family member. I remember asking them like, okay, like what, how does this work? And then literally just as you said there, they got the increments of, yeah, you could win 10 pounds. You might win this, you might mm-hmm. win that. And then 
in my head, I don't know where I had this mentality. I always just thought, but then it's just in case you, 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 be, you like, I'll see you spend this money every, every Friday, a quick 20 pounds, just in case. Yeah. Guys, before COVID, all this and, and deck every Friday night or Saturday night. You know how these men used to run TV back in the day? Mm. So people were waiting for the lottery, waiting at home, waiting. And bro, the way it was like an event, people were just on the sheer fact of, I might win. I might win. I would say to to people like, have you heard about premium bonds? So like premium bonds, like they're government backed. um, Like you basically, if you invest in a premium bond, it's like you're basically giving the government money and and the government back your money. So you, like you, you can't lose your money, all right? Anyone that's yeah, yeah. doing premium bonds, don't quote me on this. I'm not a financial expert in it. I'm talking in layman's terms, isn't it? <laughs> but you put your money in, right? Mm. And just say, I think it's like 25 pounds or something like that. But basically, you put your money, you invest in a premium bond, you can take your money out at, at any time. It's just that every month, they, you cash prizes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That, I think the top prize is a million. So, and... um the only the only thing why that's different is that it is kind of like a lottery, but you don't lose your money. You know when you play play the lottery, you can spend ten pounds on a, lo- a lottery tickets, and then if you don't win anything, that that's your money gone, isn't it? Mm. But like with a premium bonds, like you put your money in and you you don't lose your money. Like yeah. you're like like you're in the thing like next month, and you can keep on building it in. And I think I was reading something like say that there's how many people are, are in the UK? What sixty mil? I think it's like three quarters of the UK are, have got some money in a premium bond. So it's like it's like the number one investment in the country and stuff like that. Because at this, at this point now, for most people, it's the only guaranteed like interest that you're going to get. Because mm. obviously the interest rate don't change mm. over the amount of time. Whereas if you had like a, I don't know, an ISA or whatever, they're, they're variable, you know. So the the rate could could swing if if the economy goes mad and the base rate of the Bank of England just goes mad or just goes down, <laughs> you, you you know, you've lost your pee. Yeah. So I'm on it now, like, so say, like, with, like, the, um, um, you're right, like, I feel people, even even if it's low, I think it's 1% interest and stuff like that, but, I mean, it's better than a bank, right? Yeah, like... It, mm, well, depending, depending on your bank account, depending on your bank account, yes, it's, yes. It's, put it this way, it's, it's, it's better off than the, this high street, the high street banks or... You know, especially high street banks. I don't even know. You probably get better on the third party types of banks. Well, that's third party banks. People are like Monzo, Starling, and things like that. Just banks that you get online. Yeah. So with so with a so with a so with a premium bond, right? So I think like it says that the odds of winning the uh, um the the odds of winning like thirty four thousand like to one, right? Or winning something in it, and the minimum you got to put in is like twenty five pounds. However, with the national lottery, the odds of winning the uh, jackpot are one, are one to forty five million of winning the jackpot. You know, like the thing that they, the financial industry done right when they use credit. You know, credit is just basically like another word for debt, but they took, but they, but but they changed it because it sounds better in it. You know, like, oh, if someone said, oh, like, we've got, you've got a credit card and it's got £2,000 worth of credit on it. Like, that's good, you know, like, build up your credit rating. But if they turn, but, like, not that it wouldn't, I don't think, well, it could have made a little bit of a difference. I mean, I'm sure that 
that there's a reason why they didn't what, use it. To call it debt. Yeah, so imagine they said, oh, like, yeah, like, like, oh, no, here's, it's not here's your card. Yeah, it's not marketable. It's like, not or marketable. like, oh, here's your card. You've got two grand's worth of debt on it and you can use that to build up your debt rating. It just sounds a bit... To, to be fair, you know what? In, in, in actuality, if that was how it was, that's how it is. And people would just move on and live. Yeah. Oh, what? How much debt's on your card? But yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that would be the speech. But you know, like, it's like, but they, um, they, they must have studied and researched. I know that, that they studied and researched... Um, um, when you pay with cash mm. and you pay with your card, when you pay with cash, anything, yeah, there's like a slight something in your brain that feels pain when when you pay for something with cash. <laughs> so, they, so they researched it, innit? Man, like, don't oh, like, don't so enable some of the listeners. They're going to say, ah, yeah, that's the reason I don't. I don't, I don't pay for the man then when we go out in the like, <laughs> Man feels pain. When I bring out that 10 pound, that 20 pound. The ooh. pain just goes through my chest. So they were like, oh yeah. So that's why with the card is better, innit? Because you don't see the money. I think anyone that has had a card knows that you don't see the money. You just, you be tapping. Tap. They even make it easier now. Before you had to put it in your pin, I know, I know, I know your pin now is just tap, 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 tap. And Trust they've increased me. it now. They're just like, yeah, you just tap, tap, tap away. So you don't see it. And um, so you, so you just be tapping. There's no pain involved, you know? Mm. So it's kind of what they've done with uh, life insurance. Imagine if they called life insurance, death insurance. That's really what it is. You know, like you're basically preparing for like, your insurance for when you die, but they call it life insurance. It's, it's actually the opposite of what of what it actually is this about. Is the Give me but five minutes podcast. It's, it's like death insurance sounds. It, I mean, like it sounds a bit more grim, isn't it? Like, oh, like have you got de- have you got have you got death insurance? Mm. Or like, yeah, like um, I've been uh, I've been paying I've been paying into my death insurance f- since I was young. It just sounds a bit more grim, isn't it? You know, well, that's it, the power it, it of the sounds, market. Yeah, it just sounds better to say life that, insurance. That, that's if you if you think about it, yeah. The way things are always presented, that's that's literally always the key. Like, bro, they could be selling man shit in a Nike box or whatever, Nike box, as we say. You don't really say Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Putting literally a piece of shit in a Nike box, yeah? Somebody in the world will buy that. I kid you not. Telling them and convincing them that this is some exclusive poo. Like, yeah. it's the top poo that's worth whatever. There's someone that will market it and you can buy that and sell it. So I always yeah, if if you got if you got enough if you got a strong enough following. So it reminds me of um that reminds me of a brand, right? It's called Supreme. It's like a streetwear brand. Very, yeah. very popular, isn't it? And one of their famous products that, that they sold on the website was a brick. So the brick had it had Supreme embossed on it, but it was just a brick. So they called it the Supreme Brick and it sold out. So people were like, so I remember I was watching like I was watching reviews of people that brought the brick and they were mm-hmm. just like there was one guy in particular I don't forget just like it's a brick it's a brick it has like the value is just like like like, like you're not gonna build a house with it you know what I mean like like you're not gonna you're never what gonna did he say because because just like the reason why he brought it is because it's for the hype like but he knew like you know when you buy something and you know you know the only reason why you're buying is because you're on the bandwagon. You know that That's it's like sad. I'm buying it because I'm on. I'm buying it because there's been so much hype around it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I can't even believe I spent my money on it. All right, quick question: Exactly what you just said. Have you ever done that? What brought something and then like just how you're wording it? So you know what you're doing, what you're about to spend your money on is a hype. This has nothing to do with life, and I'm only doing this because I'm joining in. I would say 100% I've done that. I think for me, it's been more, it's been more of a case of, um, huh. 
have you though? If the question was, have you spent money and like regretted it? hundred yeah, percent. Cool, but, 100%, that, but, that, but not, but yeah. not, but not. Even when I bought it, I was not joining the bandwagon. I might come back next week and be like, "Aye, right, you know what? I thought about it." Da, 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 da. But yeah. as I'm thinking of it in my mind, I've always not. I'm like, well, f- I'm a follower to a. You know, we can all be followers that do this and jump on a hype. Like, I feel when you're young, the word trend is 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 your is is a part of your DNA, isn't it? Like generally, you're gonna follow a trend of your friends or what you think is cool or people you think are cool. So yes, I remember there was certain even clothes. Yeah, if it's clothes, I was I was never. I mean, gone. No, I was <laughs> with clothes again. I still would know that I like it. Do you know what I mean I have to like it? I'm not gonna just like. All right, if you're from South here, yeah, there was a hat here. Yeah, I'm sure every borough would claim this hat as some gang hat, but it was like a night hat, innit? And I'll never forget me. I was never a gang guy. Never. Mm. <laughs> Might know the man there, but I was not the gang guy. But mm-hmm. I said, ah, that hat is cold. I must get that hat. And then after a while, it became, I still like the hat, but I didn't really like it for me. I just knew if I get it, it's status, innit? Mm. So one time I, I had some money. I had enough to get it. I went all the way to JD. No, back in the day, what was it? First Sports. <laughs> Not even Sports Direct and that. First Sports, remember that? Yeah. Oh, 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 it was JD Sports. J- Wait, what was it now? It's not just JD now. No, 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 I no, even know no, the no. Wasn't there like a. Anyway, forget it. No, 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 it. it is. Was it BJ Sports or there was there was another one, Sutton Sports? Forget, oh, forget. JJB. Yeah, I said JJB. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, boy. Hey, yes. hey, and listen, and you know what? Remember, remember, uh, one of our bedrooms called us this week. Yeah, no, no, he made a group chat this week. Yeah, and then he put like, "Hey, guys, remember when you guys used to rock this?" And he had some. What was it? Ascot. Yeah, there was something. Was like, yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, Ascot and and high tech, innit? I was like, nah, man. It was all about Gola back in the day, man. <laughs> Gola and Mercury. Hey, listen, all yeah, you Mer- guys out there, you're sporting your drip now, doing Balenci, chatting rubbish. Actually, we're not talking about any of the new younger ones. You see the new younger ones? I swear down, they, they probably can't even have fake trainers. They'll probably get, get chefed at school. Yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but I mean it more like, bro, back in the day, yeah, when your mom says, listen, we're not, we're not, we're not buying that. Eh? Eh? Here's, the, here's the trainers for you. And go buy Slazinger or... Or um, you know, Gola, Mercury. Your mum would just give you, or your dad, whoever. I remember, like, I remember when I was in school, young in it, like, and I told, I told my mum, like, yeah, obviously, this is when I learnt, yeah. I, if my mum was gonna buy me anything, I have to be there because I was like, <laughs> I need. I, I was like, mum, like, can can you get some Nike trainers? Because for that like, PE, Nike, so, yeah, Nike trainers, Nike. So she was like, "Oh, what Nike trainers?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Look, can 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 they be white? Like, just can can you get some Nike? Can 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 you get some white ones?" She was like, "Okay, cool." I'm like, "Oh, fair enough, isn't it?" So I remember she came back here. Yeah, yeah, man, man went to school thinking, "Hey, guys, you don't even know." When I come home, yeah, mom's gonna have some patterned white. I was like, "Well, like, like, like mom's gonna go out there and buy it." I said, "Oh, that. I said this is proper." I was even wearing like, "Yeah, I can wear it on this PE event." Hopefully, like we're not doing anything outdoors. Like, hopefully, like, like, don't, like, play, we're in the don't gym. play football in them the first yeah, like, couple months. Hopefully, like we're doing some athletic in the gym or something like that. You know, I can flex on them, innit? So mm. bam. So then, yeah, my mom was like, "Oh, um, I got, uh, I got, I got your shoes." I'm wait, like, oh. wait, wait, wait. I swear down, yeah. How did she present it to you? Fam, this, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> that's I like, know they did, they did top presentation. Oh my goodness, God! It wasn't even that. It wasn't even top presentation like like that. Yeah, I knew there was something wrong. Yeah, immediately because she said that they were on my bed. When I got so I opened my room, 
and I see that there, there was a bag. It was not a box. There was a bag. The shoes were in a bag. So I knew straight away. I said, nah, this is this is already a problem. It's already a problem. If I know Nike, the shoes are going to come in a in box. box. <laughs> in a box. It was just a bag. I knew that there were shoes in the bag, but mm. it was just a bag, innit? I'm like, okay. I don't know, like maybe mum threw the bag away. At this point, I still got hope, innit? I'm like, yeah, me, me. Wait, me, but me. Can, you, you, can you see the crepes? No, I can't see the crepe, but well, I just you know, know it's in the carrier bag. It's in the carrier bag. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's a carrier bag in there. Wait, and the carrier bag, is it blank? Or it's no, it's on white carrier bag. So I'm like, okay, it's a white it's a white carrier bag. Like, there's no branding on the on the bag, innit? That was warning signs straight away. You know, like when you go to to like the market and you buy some yam and some and and, and some yeah, apples, get, like give, they it, give it that plain white bag, innit? Yeah, it's not like or, a strong bag. One. Yeah, it's, it's not like a strong bag. Mm. You know what I mean? So the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag was there, and um, it was tied up with some um, e- elastic band, innit? Mm. So to keep it closed, innit? So I was like, oh, this is not really a night thing, but but anyway. <laughs> so I was like, you, ne- you never know, like I don't know where mum mum never said where she was gonna go buy the shoes, innit? But she mm. said she was gonna buy me Nike, innit? So then, I, so then I open up the, I take off the elastic band. Open up the bag, innit? Oh, they were white. So I'm like, okay. Well, at least my blister didn't it. Like they were white and there was some black on it. Cool. Then yeah, I took I took one of the shoes out and then I looked at it. I was like, I don't recognize this. And I saw one big N on the on the side of the on the side of the shoe. Was it enough? It's New Balance. Ooh, but back, back in the day, there <laughs> was some big N on the side. I'm like, but oh, this ain't Nike. So I went to my mom. I said, Mom, like this ain't Nike. She's like, Yeah, that's Nike now with the big N on the on the side. <laughs> Oh, ooh, no. He's like, is that, is that how you spell Nike? And I, I said, I This is the Gibby family. I said, oh my God. I said, my God. I said, my God. Wait, hey, listen. What? Oh my God. Listen, are you flipping serious? Nah, that's jokes. Oh man, so yeah, like so wait, so. she she just saw the N and yeah, yeah. She, she saw the N. Nah, she saw nah, the nah. N. She, nah, she tried the thing though, because at least she was in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, she was in the ballpark. Like, yeah, she aimed, didn't te- it? Technically, and you know what the worst bit is? Sometimes I always think, yeah. And listen, all man them in the retail section, yeah, bun some of you man in it. You man are dickheads in it. You see when these aunties <laughs> and old ladies come in, yeah, fam, it's like these men are willing to shot anything. You know, like aunties coming in. Oh, and she'll see someone that looks like her son, innit? Oh, oh, my son. Come, 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 come. Yeah, she's in a local Foot Locker. Whatever, not even Foot Locker. Foot Asylum, whatever it's called mm. these days. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, how can I help you, miss? Oh, yeah, you look like my son. What size are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm about size nine. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, my son, he likes, you know, all these new, new, um, um, and, you know, the new trainers and da-da-da-da-da. Miss, you know what? We got this section here, you know, some Adidas. Some puma, yeah, but like for like a size nine year, like uh, them standing crept now, like about like one twenty. <laughs> me, this story is from two thousand and four, fam. <laughs> Before inflation, bro. How do you want to say it? Before the recession, fam. <laughs> so well, that's what I'm saying. The new kids, hey, you man's I different. You still stress, bro. Not even, not even, fam. I think I saw v- vapors, yeah? yeah, and bare these kids are rocking vapors. I don't know how they're doing it. One seventy. S- single mum with like two kids. Hmm. Anyways. So that's the drip, innit? Yeah. Anyways, basically, they'll come in. Instead of instead of my guy to be showing her what makes sense, at least something reasonable, these men will, will try and show her the dead thing. Knowing that you're going to get that for one of your men them, innit? One of your boys is going to rock this. And say, auntie, ha, don't get it. Don't worry, get this one. Yeah. 
This one now, this one's a cheap price. It's comfortable. He can wear it in pee. You know, he can he can grow into it. You should probably say get one size bigger, isn't it? Yeah, like if it- <laughs> <laughs> Man's a size seven, give you a size ten. You say, I ah, don't worry. You know, you can wear this in year eleven. But do you remember doing that though? I remember back in the day, yeah. Um, that was a thing. I remember like my school shoes, innit? I remember like because before, like obviously, like, we, <laughs> we did the one size bigger, innit? But the way around it, yeah, was that you could either, yeah. Say you had some old socks, you would cut the sock in half in it, you put the sock in the front in it so that it was a bit of a cushion in it, or you use tissue. Say you didn't have a sock, you, you use tissue. Nah. And then, like, you see, we like, especially we had tissue, yeah, in the front of the shoe. Yeah. You had to make, because, like, it took a, maybe like a day or two to get your foot comfortable in there. Yeah, you have to and, work, work yeah, the shoe. Yeah, like, you got to work the shoe in it. But I just remember, like, one of the most annoying things was, like, when, like, I'll take my shoe off, yeah, maybe, like, my shoe was, wet, and then the tissue would fall out. I'm like, oh, man, because I got that so comfortable there, like, where, like, it's going to take a while to get it back in. I have to go brand, get, get a brand new tissue. It's long. But I don't know if, if people are really, are really doing that now. Like, if everyone's if everyone's all wearing drip and all that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's that's the one thing I see with these kids now. It just seems, on perception, that the general kids, they just look more flossy and just more expensive stuff. But then I think, technically, that was the same thing we was doing. But not like maybe me and you, but there was always people in the year. I remember when everyone used to rock Prada shoes, innit? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? I remember that. Even, even back in the day, you know what I used to always think? I love it, man. Who the hell in your family is going to be buying you out? You're, 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 from top to bottom, you're, you're looking bummy. Then you just have random 400 pounds uh, Prada yeah. shoes. I always used to think, how does that happen? Until I realized, oh yeah, I'm an only child. Some of you man got older brothers, older yeah. sisters. That hand-me-down is real. Oh yeah, like, I, I mean, I live in North London, like, boy, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you could take a quick pop down to Wembley Market them days as well, like, ah, and pick up a, uh, what I say? I mean, uh, and pick up a, uh, a, uh, what's it, brother? Instead of <laughs> you can pick up a brother shoe and you know rock that, you know what I mean. Just make sure that your trouser covers the uh, like like the tongue area so that you you never show the you know you never <laughs> never no one could ever see that this was a fake thing. Mm-hmm. I even more the comedian said he did that. He said mm-hmm. yeah yeah he used to he used to go like East Street Market and that like shout out to everyone in the south innit? If you know East Street Market, you know where I go on innit? That's uh the local spots where uh, you can get uh. Get patterned up, innit? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? You want them fresh crepes, fresh off the off the truck. Your brother and Stony Island. <laughs> Stony, <laughs> phony island. <laughs> that's what this the thing is the will be. the Give Me Five Minutes podcast with myself, Scars, and Eli. You're done. No. That supreme brick that I was telling you about, yeah? Mm. So they sold the brick, one single brick for £30. Okay. That's how much the brick was going on it. But the value of the resale market, like you can, to now buy that brick costs over £200. This is just one brickle. So, there, so in in saying that, I said I said that you know like you brought it. There's no value in it. If you if you have the brick and you brought it, you can you can resell it. Someone someone in the world is out is out there willing to buy pay two hundred pounds for that brick. So it wasn't maybe it wasn't such a bad purchase after all. You, you know you know what I mean. It, it, but you know what, and I know you know more about stocks and trading and all these things. I assume, yeah. Some people, I actually forget that is their that is their hustle, innit? That's what. Oh yeah, like the resale like market just, is huge. Yeah, just buying something and reselling it, buying something that they think is gonna be valuable, and then just reselling it. And is it me? Yeah, I feel like everything now has its own kind of stock market yeah. or whatever. Like trainers, like people. The world now is that every everything everything is up for sale. Anything is up for sale. Like I remember, I worked with one um, one woman, right in one of my old retail jobs and she was obviously she wanted to get out of the retail place and she was like oh um 
She's like, oh, Elijah, I've started going to these uh, car boot sales like with me and my husband, well, her husband now, mm. but whatever, like her partner then, whatever, her, her husband, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like we're going and we're buying stuff and I'm putting it on eBay. So I was like, oh, that, that, that that's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Obviously, there's a reason why she told me than, than everybody else because that's whatever, like we've been speaking and stuff like that and she knew that I'd be interested in that. So I was like, oh, you know what, yeah, I'm going to come with you, innit? So I remember I came with her, like we all three of us went there and... This was years ago. This is a pre-recession, isn't it? So we're like, oh, so so we went there, and then I never forget there were these pink shoes, right? I, I can't, I cannot tell you what type of. Let me just say that they were loafers. I cannot tell you what what style of shoe they were. They were women's shoes. They were pink, right? But at the front of them were like like pretty battered. Like just imagine someone had been kicking a football, like been toe punting the ball for like a week on them. <laughs> I used to toe punt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the toe punter fam. Yeah, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Man with no tech, boy, just just straight power, but oh, music in it. <laughs> so yeah, um, so I remember like I never had faith in them in it, like because I remember like I was like, oh, like these shoes look nice, but like the front of them is all messed up. She was like, no, 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 buy them, buy them. Trust me, someone will buy them. I'm like what? Someone will buy this? She's like, look, Eli, if you don't buy it, I'ma buy it because, but I'll respect this. Like I don't know if this is some like rule, like oh, whoever sees it first has the first pick in it. Like so, look, she said, look, you've seen it first. But tell me now if you're going to buy it. So, you know, the way that she was moving, I said, you know, yeah, let me buy these shoes. All I know, I was thinking, is that a finesse? Like, she's trying to psych you out and you're thinking, uh, no, no, I'm going to buy it. No, who knows? <laughs> it? Like, no, like, it wasn't the person selling it. Was, it, was, it, was, it was my friend, didn't it? You know what I mean? It was my work colleague that was saying, look, if you don't buy it, I'm going to buy it. It wasn't okay, the woman okay. behind the thing. Okay, okay. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, cool. Uh, let, let me, um, let me um, buy it. I bought it, I bought it for £10, isn't it? So... Went home, I bought some other stuff, like went home, put it on on eBay, took a picture here, took a picture there, but I, like, I took about three or four pictures of the front shoe. Even in the description, I remember I said, the front of the shoe is damaged. You know, because I didn't want to send it to someone and then they can send it back down, why is it damaged? Within like a day or two, they had been sold for like 22 pounds. I remember I called her up, I said, I said, someone brought it. I said, what's going on? They said like, I, I, I explained it was damaged and everything like that. And then she was just like, yeah, like people are going to buy it. Someone will fix that. You don't know what someone needs it for. Someone like, it doesn't matter if it's damaged or it's got a hole in it. Like you just, someone, there's something out there for everyone, isn't it? Even she still, she still does that too, till today. She even left the job. I remember the day she left the job, she was just like, yeah, I'm making so much money off eBay now. Like I don't, like I'll, this, this is what I wanted. I wanted to leave. And I remember when I was with her, mm. you know, eBay's got that ching sound. Like if you hear ching 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 every time you sell something. Oh, really? Yeah, anyone that's sold on eBay, they will know that sound, didn't it? Mm. Money so, makers. Yeah, so sometimes like we, we'll be folding clothes and then you, you'll just hear in our phone, ching ching. I'm like, oh, like, is that another sell? She's like, yeah, I'm like, ching, ching, ching. I'm like, nah, like, no, this is, what's going on here? Like, this is like, 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 like you are selling here. She's killing it. Yeah, like, you're killing it. And then when she left, I was like, okay, cool. Like, it's, it's been established. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know when someone has enough money to leave, innit? The job, innit? Because now everyone, anyone that does a side business, they always come to that dilemma in their work life. So you're like, I'm making, so just say, for example, you can live off £2,000 a month. Yeah, just say that that's the example. So your salary is £2,000, but then you're making like an extra £1,000 from the job. But then, I mean, from your side hustle. But then the side hustle kind of, the job now gets in the way of the side hustle. Mm. So you're like, mm, if I... If so, you put more time yeah, in. If I put more time in, I could generate the same from, from my work. And, and if not more... And then some people can be in that kind of limbo for like a year or two, but there come a point where you're gonna have to make a you decision, make a isn't decision. it? No, what that, are you going to do? If that's you, what I'm if trying you to get to. The, if you want the side hustle to overtake, some people don't want the side hustle to overtake because they know, really like yeah, their yeah, job, yeah, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I understand that. But if you want to replace the job, 
and work like that, everyone comes to that. You know, some people, it takes years to get up to that, but... Fully. Yeah, but when you do, it's, it's nice, isn't it? Marketing. That's what I'm saying. To me, all of this is great marketing. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe, definitely with your, your friend, she sees, she knows what, how, or she understands that people like certain products and she knows where to place them. Because the idea is you didn't see the vision, but she knew she knew that out there in the world, this is valuable to Someone's somebody. Someone's going to buy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you never think like, marketing, yeah? I feel like it, it's such a, it's, it's, it must be exciting as well. Like being in like, let's say like an advertising company or yeah. like just marketing for like certain exciting like. Called Mad Men. From the BBC, like it's an old, it's an old, like it's, it's set in like the ni- the nineteen fifties in America, isn't it? And it's got like um, some some main character, but it's about marketing in the fifties mm. and how like basically that was like the first wave of like television, mm. um, and just the way that they talk about products, like, mm. and they talk about people, and so someone will be like, oh, I've got this drink, right? But forget the drink. This drink could be piss in the drink, isn't it? How, how, what is the message we're going to send? If you drink this drink, you're going to feel like a king. You're going to feel like a lot of the stuff yeah, that we see today just recycled from back then, from mm. the original admin. That, that, that's what they were called. They were called admin. So just like, it's, it's all about the message and how you feel. And if, if we can get a celebrity to endorse it, you know, these are the people that follow this message or follow that message. Even things like smoking. You know, back in the day, like they were, they were marketing smoking to pregnant women. Yeah. You know, basically, like if a doctor doesn't smoke, like you don't, you don't really know cool. what, yeah, like like you don't know what what he's on about, innit? Mm-hmm. Like, boy, like you know, he needs to prescribe you some cigarettes. You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> bro? <laughs> even yeah, even life. yeah. I remember, like, I forgot what I forgot what it was like, but there was um ah, oh, I don't know what company it was, and I just remember like the, I remember the second half of the uh, story here, yeah, but basically. They had a product, mm. right? But they needed to find, they wanted to create a product. So they basically got scientists to, like they funded some studies mm. and you watch what the health is, isn't it? On, on Netflix, you yeah, know about yeah, when yeah. a company hires yeah. <laughs> scientists to go and do studies, isn't it? So ba- ba- basically they basically created a, a, a problem or a disease or an, or an illness called halitosis. So they were like, oh, you have bad breath. Why not get Listerine to fix your bad breath? That so they so it's like you create the problem. No, so like yeah, you invent the problem and then you give them the product. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a problem didn't exist before, but then you created the problem and then you have a product to say, okay, look, That's the solution. This is the solution. The solution is, is is to have this. Now look, I'm not saying that people don't have bad breath out there. Yes, but the bad breath is is got a lot to do with what you put in your mouth as well. At the same time, like if you're drinking, smoking, you're eating these kind of foods and you're not brushing your teeth regularly and so on and so forth, or you're not brushing your teeth in the correct way, then yeah, that's going to create bad breath in it. It's just certain, like one product, like, like say, can just mess up your breath in it. It's not that you yourself have a problem with your mouth that you now need to get this mouthwash that's going to, that is going to change it because it's going to come back tomorrow when you eat the same food that you were eating before. Don't forget what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. Remember, this is about, in my opinion, big corporations yeah, that have the money to market in this way. Remember, they, they're creating a problem, which yeah. they're now saying, here's a product that's the solution. Mm. I always find it weird when I'm at work or whatever, you know, 
uh, people, some of you, you know, some of our listeners are not nine to fivers people. So some of you guys and girls, there's moments where when you work, I feel like, you know, those job worth people. So let's say people like, ah, oh, you might work in a, in a stationary kind of store. Uh, you're taking pens, you're taking books and you got some girl, oh my gosh, what are you doing? That is wrong. Mm. And I always think, well, hold up. So you really think what I'm doing is, is so wrong because I'm, I'm taking uh, 50p worth of stock. These times, these, these companies or whatever they're doing, they're creating mad issues. How the hell can you bring like, I don't know, a, a disease, whatever, some sort of condition to somebody, then you're going to say, hey, here's a product that's going to make this all go away. And then that's the cycle. Mm. It just makes me think of like drugs, crack. These are the, the government's the one that bring this in, introduce it and convince the public like this is some sort of a, I don't know, generic situation, unrelated incident. Mm. And hey, we're creating our problem now. Obviously mm. not to go too conspiracy with it, but COVID, get me? Like, I don't know. This thing just popped up March last year. They're giving us solutions with this vaccine. You take it or you die. That's their, or let's not say die. You take it or you won't be able to be in this part of a society where we can hang out with each other, drive, go holiday, kiss somebody. But anyways. You always know it's bad when, when the uh, government or slash powers that be start off with the line for, for, for your safety. Anything after after they say those words, everything else is always a uh, everything is always a bit messed up, kind of, kind of a feel like. So for for your safety and X Y Z in it, um, health and safety uh, is something that is very is very clever for them to use that though because it's very difficult to argue or if you're arguing it, you sound mad. Mm. So how can so I'm telling you for your safety, right? Mm. Do not um, speak to that person. Right mm. for your safety. Now, for you to argue against that, you literally have to be saying to like you have to basically say, "Um, I want to be unsafe." Yeah, which obviously doesn't even it doesn't, in, it in doesn't your brain naturally doesn't even make sense. So when mm. you say to somebody, "Oh, I don't want to do that," or "I still want to go there," mm. you're basically saying, "I want to." So if someone says, "Oh, don't go to that area because it's dangerous," right? Mm. Pick pick whatever area in in the world. So someone says, oh, I want to go to... Uh, Australia. I want to go to Russia, right? Mm. And, you're, and you're a black male. And you want to go... Or you're just a black person. And I say, look, yeah, I'm going to spend two months in Russia, innit? Mm. Now, most people... Some people say, yeah, it's cool, innit, like, boy? But there'll be a lot of people that'll be like, bro, like, you know Russia, like, boy? Like, they get busy on us. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, boy, and, and it's a bit crazy over there, innit, like, boy? So, you, so for you to say, no, 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 like, um, no, I, I still want to go there, so on and so forth... To the other person, basically, all you're saying is that no, I want to put myself in danger, and I want to put and I want to make myself unsafe, basically, which doesn't sound correct because no, no human being should really be like on on a, on a natural scale. So that's to a why, certain degree, yeah. So that's why they use health, health and safety. I just say that to say that if you're, if someone is saying that they don't want to take the vaccine, right, um, for COVID and stuff like that, that's basically like for a lot of people, that person is basically saying you're risking 
your life and everyone else's life in it. So you are wrong. You are being selfish because you don't want to take the vaccine. Mm. Don't don't you want to be safe? Don't you want to don't you want to not jeopardize everyone else's safety? That's the argument. So that's why the powers that be will use health and safety because they know that it's a conflicting argument. You basically have to tell to someone, I don't want to be safe, and I'm happy at risking everyone else's life for my own. Uh, personal opinion, so that's why it's it's very uh, it's a very good way of putting it. I, I don't know if I told you. I was telling you this week at work, literally had two people almost like, like they basically the the premises. We was all talking about the vaccine time or the last couple of weeks and that. They're mm. now saying, hey man, we got a new vaccine. I think the first person is taking it. Now they got the Oxford vaccine and everything else. So these two colleagues were now asking me like, hey, like what? You're not going to take the vaccine? And I'm like. Obviously, if I do not have to, I would avoid it till the cows come home. Mm. And meaning, even till, till, yes, if they make it compulsory, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Like, some of us are like me in the, in the UK where, you, how, like, how does it make sense? I'm not running to this. They cannot, and I've never had a flu jab anyways. So anyone thinking, yeah, but you take vaccines, everything's all fine. No, it's not. For you, it is. Mm. For me, it's not. Because the same, the same colleague was telling me, yeah, but paracetamol, has many side effects, you know. Mm. I don't see I don't people I don't see people stopping to take that. And I said, hey, you know what? You know, I don't actually take paracetamol. Yeah. That's but that's me, guys. That's what Scars likes to do. If I have a headache, I'm back in water. Mm. And I, I have to just sleep with uncomfortable sleep. But the point is, these two guys were now saying, Oh, well, if the vaccine comes, obviously it's gonna be safer so we can all actually get back to normal life. But the issue is when are we even going to learn that this is what the government do over the years, over time? It's always a case of over time, it's a lie or, or some, some sort of mistake. I was saying to them now, so if you take the vaccine and let's say a month later, uh, I don't know, you started having some mad side effects. Your left eye just constantly twitching. I don't know, man, your left testicle is about to fall off. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Or like you woke up and you were levitating on top of your bed or something. <laughs> and what are you going to do then? Oh, mm. They're like, well, I don't know. The, the government obviously deem it as safe. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Why do we live like that? Why would you just let it be like whatever the government say? Like, I'm not saying I'm trying to be some super rebel, but at the same time, guys, let's put some reality in this. Like, I don't think they have, I, I never think the government have my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. However, I'm a black male growing up in where I've grown up and uh, the position for me has always been a bit different. But, I don't know. What do you think? Would you just take this vaccine? I mean, like, I, I guess it's like one of them ones, isn't it? Like, um, just like what you said, if it's forceful and then obviously they start saying like you can't work, you can't travel and so on and so forth. I guess mm. like you're forced to take it, isn't it? Like, but I, I don't mind being the very last person on the list, innit? Even if they do it by alphabetical order, I change my name to Elijah ZZZZZ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to be like the, the, like, <laughs> like the very last guy mm. to go on it. Um, I mean, because think about it though, like I'm more... I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's good to take. No, like everyone. Everyone is their own. Um, this is the Give Me Five Minutes podcast with myself, Scars, and Eli. You know what it reminds yeah, me done, of, right? Done, There's done. this film, right? Old film. I think it's in the '70s, right? Mm. It's called Scanners. Right. Okay. So anyone watching, if you watch this film called Scanners, I doubt many people have watched it, mm. but it's one of those off the wall films, isn't it? But it had a, it had a very deep meaning. So I'm gonna ruin it, all right? For anyone that's watching it, so you that's because you, you know why it's good that I that 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 I ruined it because it's a very 
you don't know the. It's one of those films that you watch it and you don't know what the film is about until look. I'm not joking. The very last ten seconds of the film. That's when you actually know what the film was all about. You know them directors. They love that. You know. Yeah. They love that. They're like, hey. You, if you went to the Retention. cinema, yeah. If you said, if you went to the cinema and watched it, and you didn't know what it was about, or you sit at home, you can. Mm. I'm sure you can watch it on YouTube or on the internet. You, you know what I mean? Like you can um, uh, download it legally, guys, and you mm. can watch that. But basically, the film is like this: there are people walking around. They're all like of a certain age, right? They're all like I don't know, like just say for example, like young twenties, whatever. And they've got um, they got um, I think it's called telekinesis, where you can move things with your mind or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but. It's so, but their, but their, I'll just call it brain power, right? So their brain power is so, is so, is so much here that their heads explode. It sounds crazy, isn't it? Like, no, it I'm, I'm looking at the images. Yeah. Who is it? Oh. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, you got it there? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's called Scanners, yeah? So, yeah, so that's basically the premise of it, man, like. The 80s is fucked. Yeah, like, oh, it, oh is, was it in the 80s? Yeah, so yeah, even if you've got Google in front of you guys, just type in scanners and you'll see some of the pictures. You'll know what I mean. Basically, they've got so much brain power that their heads explode, innit? Cool. So, to cut the whole long story short, because the film is, is a mess in terms of the thing. Like, because you're watching, throughout the whole film, I watch them, I'm like, what is this film about? It doesn't, it, it doesn't even mean anything. It doesn't make anything. And the government is um, trying to find these people and trying to study them because they don't know what's going on. Cool. We cut to the very last scene right now, yeah? So at some point in the film, just say, for example, now I'm going to get the product, I'm going to get it wrong because I can't remember. I watched this years ago. But let's just say, for example, everyone's drinking Lucasade mm-hmm. in the film, innit? Or they realised, yeah, that, um, just say, for example, yeah, that, like, like uh, Lucasade is in the film, innit? So cool. So, th- so there's a bottle of Lucasade in the film, innit? Follow me, people. There's a bottle of Lucasade. So they cut, so the whole film happens and then they get to the very last scene. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mother pregnant mother mm. getting a checkup on her pregnancy. Okay. Cool. Then, yeah, she's like, oh, um, I've been um, like, hmm. one of the signs, yeah, that a child has the brain power thing, yeah, is that when they walk into a room, the lights start to flicker. Okay. Yeah, so that's one of the telltale signs that, oh yeah, like this is like a song with the brain power, isn't it? Because whenever they use their brain power, the lights start to flicker. So cool, the mum is now getting a checkup in the hospital and, and the lights are flickering. Cool. So then, yeah, she goes to the doctor. She's like, "Oh yeah, like, like my baby, like, like, I'm, I'm, like, yeah, how's the pregnancy? Yeah, the pregnancy's cool. For some reason, like, the lights are flickering and stuff like that. He's like, "Oh cool, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter anyway." Oh, um, before before you go, here's um your medicine for your pregnancy. He gives her the the Lucasade bottle, and basically the whole premise of the film is that the pharmaceutical companies are giving pregnant women one of the main ingredients that is turning their children into these people that have the brain power. And it's like no one knows what's going on. Hmm. So that is the whole point of the film: is that when you introduce something into society, it has effects for the future generations, but no one can really pinpoint where it comes from. You hear hmm. what I'm saying? Hmm. So I just say that to say, like, in terms of anyone, anyone that wants to know, like, my views on the whole COVID thing, go watch the film Scanners. Because after I watched that film, I was always wary of any kind of injection or anything after that. Because I was just like. Yeah, you can inject people now and they will tell you that it's for your health and safety. But you don't know what the effects are going to be because the main, the, main, the main thing about it is that by the time these, these kids yeah, get to their mid-20s... It's done. It's done. Because it's done. in the film, that's when their brain power becomes too much that their heads just start to explode. So it's, it's, like, a, it's like a message to say that... Be mind, careful. Yeah, be careful. Mind what you're doing be in careful, that way. Man. But it's the, way that, it's the way that the film does it. It's just like normal medication. It's like, yeah, just take your injection, isn't it? It's, it's harmless, isn't it? And that's the thing. 
that yeah that 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 to me I, I'm actually going to try and watch that. But the it's a hard watch. But oh, wait, wait, watch wait. It. But is it actually good? What like the film? Well, now that, now that, the you know, films, sometimes they're a bit booky. Yeah, yeah, some of them are a bit booky. But to be fair, I'll be honest here. Now that I've told you what the film is about, you know, it's not gonna have the same effect because you're you're literally gonna sit down and watch it. And but the whole the whole point, because bro, when I watched it for the very first time, my mouth was open for like five minutes. You know, at the very end, I'm like, oh, no, that is why. Oh my days, I can't believe it. And you know, yeah, this happened a few times with me on films. You know, when like the film ends and, and then the screen is black. But the screen is black, so you, you can see your reflection. Like that happened a few times. That's so I'm 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 there for so long. The whole credits go. My mouth is open, uh, and it gets to the very end of the film. I'm just like, so wait, what are you doing? When the credits are rolling, you're just staring at it. I'm, I'm in shock because I'm still trying to process what I've just watched, didn't it? Like I'm just like, oh, nah, man, nah, man, really? <laughs> oh my days! So that's why this happened. That's what happened. But the whole credits are done, and it's just a blank screen. And now I'm looking at myself in the TV. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thing done, fam. Yeah. But that's how much of an effect it had on me. So now that I've told you what it's about, still watch it mm. so you can understand the whole process of it and get the same thing, where But I would. Yeah. You know what you need to do? Since you started this show, bruv, you've given man a list. It's been about four films you've, you've said to watch. <laughs> I don't think I've even got to any of them. But however, I must get onto them today. I know there was one beginning with a G. Yeah. This, this film, yeah. So, so that film was Gattaca. Right. Anyone that knows me, I've always recommended this film called Gattaca. Okay. It's called Gattaca. It's an old film as well. Yeah. Yeah. This film, I remember, um, I remember when we were young, innit? Like, you, you, you remember Blockbuster? Yeah. Yeah, so I remember, like, one time, like, like me and my sisters, like, obviously, we would we would get some stuff from, from Blockbuster. I remember, like, my older sister one time, she, she got some DVD, like, I think we wanted a certain film, but it wasn't, it was, it was sold out or it was already out. So she just got yeah, this film. Now. Can you imagine? <laughs> but this is, this is pre, this is pre Netflix guys. So yeah. So she, she got this film called Gattaca. We didn't know what it was about. I watched that film once young. I'm talking probably 12 or 13, maybe even 11. Yeah. Watched it once. I've only ever watched it once and I've never forgot the film ever. That film had a very big impact on my life, innit? Now, Gattaca, <laughs> I'm going to ruin it again, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? That one, yeah? Because you've said, you said it before. Actually, go on. Cool. Sorry, guys. Yeah, skip to, you know what I mean? But, yeah. So, if you, if you don't want to know, but I recommend anyone watch that film because, yeah, the whole premise of that film, yeah, is that it's, it's based in the future. And in the future, um, oh, I have to backtrack it. Mate, there was this show on BBC, right? There's this guy, yeah, I forgot this scientist. I don't know this guy's name in it, yeah, but he's got curly hair and he's and he wears glasses, in it? He's got a beard, in it? And every time he's on BBC, yeah, the scientist guy, he always talks about trying to find a murder gene. That's his whole thing, in it? Like, I forgot what his name is, yeah, but I mean, someone that, that knows the BBC well, in it? Like, he's a scientist and, but he, he, he done a few shows, yeah, on BBC and like basically talking about scientific studies and where they're trying to find a, mur a murder gene. Is there a gene in serial killers that can be identified, right? Okay. So, so me. So because I've watched this film called Gattaca, I've never liked that idea trying to find a murder gene. I don't I don't like that idea at all. Because in the film Gattaca, it's set in the future. When your baby is born, because it's so advanced, they take the baby's DNA. So the very in within the first two minutes of your baby being born, they're saying, Yeah, your baby's gonna have heart disease, it's gonna have high cholesterol, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that. And at the very end it says your child's profession is going to be a policeman. Okay. In in the world in the future, you can't change it. You're going to be a policeman. Mm. That that is your lot in life. 
you're going to be a politician. You're going to be a cleaner. You're going to be a driver. You're going to be a salesman. Like your career's already set up. And how people date in, in, in this world is that you meet somebody and straight away she's like, no, 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 hold on a second. L l let, me see your, let me see your credentials. Oh, you got high blood pressure. You got this, you got that. And no, no, no. It's me, like Black you, Mirror. Yeah, kind of similar. Like where, if you've seen it. I think I've seen that one that, that you're talking about. That's how people date. Like, so like they'll, they'll get your whole medical, everything, financial history straight away. So they'll be like, no, no, me, you're not, I'm not compatible. That, that's how people date. Like they don't date on anything else. They're just like, yeah, like if you haven't got this, like that, I don't want to, I don't want to have a child that with you because you've got, um, you're expected to have um, whatever, like, like heart disease. So I can't, I don't want to be with you basically. I, I like that in it. So I've always had a problem with them trying to find some murder gene because I'm like, because how far does it go? Just say, for example, they find this murder gene, yeah? So what does that mean now? So when the baby's born, right? They're gonna they're gonna take the DNA and they're gonna say, oh, your baby has this murder gene now. So anytime that your baby, and say you get a bit angry, oh, 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 no, 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 we can't trigger the gene. We can't trigger the gene. I'm like, no, allow it. And also as well, when does it stop? If, you, if you're now saying that you can find a murder gene, then you can find a stealing gene, then you can find a this gene, and then you, you can find a that gene, and then they're just going to end up in that world. So you have a baby that's being born, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, your, uh, your baby's now going to be, it's going to be, um, is, is now uh, uh, susceptible to, um, you know, is, is more inclined to then, like, murder wait, somebody. Wait, but then, you, do you not think, like, the, the, maybe maybe the, the word murder is, is that's, it's too, it's too, not broad, but like it's 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 very extreme for what it is. But you know, like psychopathic people. Yes. Would you say there's a psychopathic gene? That I don't know. However, th that goes to an Eli examination question that I have in it, which is what is more important, nurture or 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 your nature. Rav, <laughs> don't even get my started, bro. Nurture or nature? What's more? What What is the most wait, important? Wait, I could even say one. Do we, we discuss this in in, an, in another app? We may have. I don't know. Okay, yeah, but definitely to me, oh, I've just this debate. I'm always up and down about it. Generally, for me, I always believe like as overall, your I feel your nature is the biggest factor. Like regardless of how you're born, if you if your environment doesn't enhance it. You kind of you kind of don't unlock it, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that that means yeah, so yeah, like your environment or, or like for me, your environment is the most important. Yeah, like like it is it it has to be the environment first. So let, let's say it like this: like um, if a person, I feel like someone like me, I I know I can get angry. Like so that's that might be a shock to some people or whatever, but I know I could. I know in myself that if I'm really mad, I can get really aggressive and get angry and whatever. I don't, I haven't been like that in years. I'm not like that. But like, I know that part is in me. It's there. But it's in everybody. It's in everybody. But then that's the whole point. Some people, it's almost as if, just like being nice is in everybody. Yeah. Just, just like every every single emotion is, is kind of there for everyone. It's just ready for you to unlock it. If the environment breeds it, meaning... Okay, cool. So if right now I was very whatever, I was in an environment where, you know, people were pissing me off all the time. I wasn't getting my way. I didn't feel valued. What? You get me mad and I'm and I'm gonna and I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm you're gonna, gonna stir up. Yeah. Yeah. But 
See, but this is what I'm saying, isn't it? Yeah. Just imagine everyone has to be angry at one point in it. Yeah. But just imagine now someone's mum has been told your son has this gene in it. Like in his DNA, he's more susceptible to be a serial killer. That's basically what they're trying to say. This serial killers have this gene, and your and your son has the gene as well. So every but they do time that now, though, <laughs> bruv, they don't say serial killer, but they'll tell, they'll tell you, oh yeah, he's got ADHD. Uh, he's more likely to do this in life. He's he, or he's got dyslexia. He's more likely to do this in life. I, I hear that in it, yeah. But we're talking about from birth, in it. Like we're talking about from birth. So, and they're saying that it's actually in his DNA. Like this is what he, this is what this is, isn't it? Yes, yeah, BS. This is what it is. So every time that child gets angry, just a little bit in the back of the head, they're gonna be like, "Oh my days, I don't want to trigger it off." You know, I don't want to trigger it off. I don't want to allow living like that. Allow, allow living like that. Some people may listen to me and be like, "No, I would like to know." But for me, I think that's I think that's a bit I think that's a bit much because now that child cannot have the, the normal life. It's not like you know when they say, "Don't give your child dairy." Do you want five minutes? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't, I don't know. Even as you're explaining it, I'm thinking, okay, fine. What, what's the benefit for it? Even if you felt like you wanted to know, what do you gain? Well, you just know, okay, at some point, you've got a tendency to kill. Yeah, basically, yeah. And mm-hmm. they want to know that. And you got the, the upper hand because you know. Yeah, but his whole argument is that like, and you know how these people talking that's a breakthrough, so on and so forth. Like, you know, we're moving. But what's he gonna do? Forward. Just the knowledge of okay, we've been able to identify that this is what it is. So maybe we can treat it earlier. So if you're a child that has this gene, if they ever find it, I don't think they found it yet. Then we can make sure that we can educate you and whatever put you, whatever teach you to whatever program that you're gonna go into to stop you to from unlocking that gene basically or unlocking that that tendency in it now some people will be like look it depends on because you said okay it, it, there were some psychopathic people out there in it so that's why i asked in it like wait are they psych are they psychopaths by nature like they were just gonna be born a psychopath or is it because of the environment that they grew up in that unlocked that side of them mm. to be like that but that's then, the that's the debate isn't it but that, yeah that's what i was saying that's that's the question in my head again like that's why I say it's 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 like my answer is kind of a mixture of both, but I'm leaning on on nature. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like you can't have one without the other. Like naturally, you are born with certain things. That's why, like you know me, I'm always talking about that movie, Last Tree. Yeah, I feel like that movie was my life, innit? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, me going to Nigeria, I connected back with my my actual motherland, my ancestry. And I swear, I felt all the stuff I used to see in the TV movies. Like, oh my gosh, I get that feeling like, wow, I'm really connected. That's what I felt. Mm. So now I'm in my quote unquote actual environment. I'm smelling the food. I'm eating the air. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. It brought out my my African side. Like I, I started be like certain things I noticed, even like about respect. I'm like, Raul, you know what? The way I am isn't, isn't just coincidental. I like that. Like, I'm a kind of person like, yo, if I see somebody, say hello, bro. Like, chill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I see someone crossing the street, auntie, whatever, help her out. Like, respect is key. Like, obviously, my mom implemented that. My culture implemented that. But even on my own accord, that's what I realized. Or like, the kind of music I like, the food I like, the way I talk. Do you know what I mean? People always told me, ah, they think maybe I'm loud or some people think I'm just... Really, a, a proud African or whatever. No, because that's cultural, isn't it? Like, but like, I told you, like the first time I done Yoruba lessons, 
like I was so happy that the teacher explained like it's the first time that that she explained it she was like no and I'm talking about Yoruba here but I could probably say for every African language he mm. said look it's well not all of them but whatever Yoruba anyway is a tonal language Andrew. it does not make sense if you don't have the correct tone so when people are speaking they make like when so when when you're speaking it's a tonal language so you've got to mm. make sure that your pitch everything is correct isn't it however when you come to the western world someone that raises their voice is seen as aggressive loud it's frightening so on and so forth they're just having a normal conversation mm. but because all us africans have come to the western world for them their culture is not like that so then they make you believe that you have the problem now in it so like you you are too loud you are too this and, and too that. I've had that my whole life. If I'm really passionate about something, my voice is going to rise up. But they're like, oh, my days, like you're shouting. And no, I'm not. But I can't. Hi, um, I really like this. And I really like, I really like this topic. And um, I just want to just show. No, I can't speak like that. I'm like, no, I like it. Yes, go do this. Go and do that, isn't it? Like, like this mm-hmm. is not some. Look, the best example I will say is a Pentecostal church and a Catholic church. Their praise and worship to our praise and worship, very, very different. When you're singing songs in a Pentecostal church to a, to a Catholic church, just put them side by side. So, that, that will tell you the cultural difference. The soul. You know what? You know what? Look, I, I, I fully, fully 100% agree. I think for whether or not it's, it's a, like a, a difference of the way people see culture or the way people, you know, perceive anything that's loud. Yeah, just people who aren't white. I feel like there's like that's that's really what I feel it comes down to because it's almost as if like let's say Asian people similar thing like do you know what I mean you get some people who don't understand they they look at just just look at an Asian family and they just seeing the ways people communicate with each other you know well not all of them but some people can't even fathom the fact of people raising their voice as they're talking like they feel as though whoa that's really like it's it's really uh, I don't know. It makes me feel 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 nervous or feel scared. Like if someone talking to someone instead of you to just listen to the words that are coming out, they're like looking at they're over over analyzing or over feeding yeah. into into the body language and everything else. If somebody is is talking to you and you don't understand that part of trying to understand it isn't bashing your head with everything that you know and yeah, just try and learn how to pronounce it. Yeah, or, or, ju- or, or, or just like literally take a step back. I feel, I, I, I say this all the time. Me, when it comes to communicating with people, yeah, I could talk to somebody that doesn't speak much English. It's not that difficult. Mm. It really isn't. Like you just have to care more. This is the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. podcast.